Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. We are back. It has been, again, a minute since it was just the two of us. We didn't get back on a regular schedule of this shit, but we finished off one franchise that we had going, and now we're starting to plow through the other ones. So the next one on the list is Zack and Miri Make a Porno. Came out in 2008. His IMDb is 6.6, a meta score of 56. Rotten Tomato of 65% tomato meter, 66% audience. Had a $24 million budget domestically, $31,457,946. Worldwide, $42,784,344. It was, of course, written and directed by the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Smith. All right. So, one thing I'm typing in right now, and I want to bring this up before we really get crazy in this. On there. So, you've um, already missed your cue. Oh, so yeah, we're drinking McMaster's and um, Diet Pepsi. We may be going into Kirkland Rum afterwards because well we're running a little low of the other so that's what we're rolling with tonight but no so i'm gonna dive right deep into this movie and the one thing that i don't know what it is in my head but all i think about when i think like when somebody says this movie the first thing that comes to my head is double dutch rudder and so I just went to Pornhub.com and typed in Double Dutch Rudder just to see what would come up. Yeah, and? Um, I won't lie. There was a lot of pegging going on in there, and I had to turn well, my phone Well, there was off a bit of that in this movie as well. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, that's awesome. It's not a thing, but holy shit, like, that is one that comes to my head. Like, I'll hold your, I'll hold your hand. You hold my hand. You arm. Count your arm or whatever. Yeah, and you would jerk your arm. It's just awesome. Like that is like genius. I wonder if that was like a fucking something he made up, or is, was it an actual thing before? Well, that's why I typed it into Pornhub. And quote me wrong. How do you spell r- double dutch? Like I know how to spell double dutch. But how do you spell rudder? I would assume it would be R-U-D-D-E-R. That's what I put. That would be my assumption. And I came up with some random, like, uh, here, I'll go with No, the, that's, that's no, cool. No, no, I, let's, I go, let's, go, let's go with the titles here. Oh, Yummy Blonde, Love Make Rim Job, She Gives Sperm on Tits. What the fuck? You type in Double Dutch Runner and you get that as your top fucking cheese? Like, what the heck, man? 
Yeah, that that doesn't really fit the description. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. No. And that's where it's like crazy because in my head I'm like, you know, I'm I'm all into this. Like I'm in the porn world, and um, I feel there's some crazy terms in this world that I was like, yeah, that's interesting. I wanna, you know, not give it a try, but I kind of want to see if that's a thing. I mean, I guess so. Did you watch, what was it, Harold and Kumar and want to do a Blumpkin all of a sudden? Cause... <laughs> well, yeah, I have searched that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, and that's the thing is, is I'm not in it to, like, watch porn to jerk off all the time. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in it to fucking watch it just to experiment. Like, that shit's really going on in life. The story right doesn't make sense. I'm trying to tie it back to the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, this is what this conversation is going to be. It's going to be about porn and Zach and Mary. Because Let's try and keep it. Well, no, we're going to keep the it movie. there. But I'm just telling you, like, that is what's hilarious. Is this, I... like, the gay porn is like, who was that actor again? Brandon St. Randy. Oh, he should. Oh, his actual name? Justin Long. Yeah, Justin Long, man. He can... Whew. He's fucking great, man. He can put guy. a serious face while saying that. And in, in the bloopers, he was, like, dying. Not only the bloopers, but, like... Like, he... Kevin Smith let him ad-lib quite a bit. When you work with, like, Seth Rogen and Justin Long, you just... Just keep fucking throwing shit out and we'll pick the best one you say. Yeah. And just let him fucking go. But yeah, there were so many additional takes to that scene. Glengarry Glen Ross? <laughs> no, like Glen and Gary. I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> I can't remember either. But I, like, he just threw some shit out. Like Gary and Glenny fucking so and so in the ass or whatever. Yeah, well, fuck. somebody drops their hairy nuts in their mouth. Yeah, it's like, like what? The that, I think is the and best scene. Then in the he's movie. like, it's. It's all male, no females. Like, and then he's like, "Don't get offended, but are you into gay porn or something?" And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "I thought you might have recognized me." <laughs> like, no, I didn't. Uh, it's because you're not my demographic. <laughs> what is your demographic? You like pussy? <laughs> I do. Then not you. <laughs> like, Oh, man. So, this whole movie is basically about best friends for life, guy and girl, who literally have known each other since first grade and are going financial financial issues. Like, they can't even keep up with their monthly rent and bills. So, they're, like, behind on a bunch. So, like, ends up with, with water being turned off electric being turned off her getting turned down by a gay guy which is the guy we were just talking about his boyfriend well that was the whole idea the idea to make a porno was they have at least 840 people that would watch it that they graduated yes which 840 people seems like a pretty big fucking that's a big class i mean what was ours like 312 was it 40 yeah i think so. yeah still that's yeah and I, it was two weeks, I don't know what it was, but yeah. 
I can't remember what my rating was, but I was. Oh yeah, I have no idea. I know I graduated with honors, baby. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Genius. Taking that fucking uh, what was it called? Office assistant for two hours, <laughs> and then uh, and strength. Then, then like Which, the only class that I failed was strength because <laughs> I was too drunk to lift shit. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, dude, I love my life. But yeah, um, back to the movie. Um, it's hilarious because you do the math, right? They're supposed to be probably twenty three in this. They look like they're in their thirties. 23 in this they went to their 10-year high school reunion so at least 28 oh that's right okay i did the math i was doing 13 (laughs) (laughs) they went to their 10-year middle school reunion maybe but yeah i I loved when they were there and he's like she's he's like i can flirt with you she's like i want to one-up that bastard he's like (laughs) a hand job Dude, he should have went with the blowjob first. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I'm one that shoot hand- high and negotiate down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, I'd rather do myself as a hand job than a girl. Like, I, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there real quick. Yeah, I, I get it. I can do this better than you. Exactly. <laughs> I do it every day. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, in my head, I'm like. Okay, I have to say this. Okay, this is my top four favorite uh, Kevin Smiths. It's up there. This is one of the... Okay, stoner comedy, because we're going to get up to his serious stuff slash whatever, which are both categorized different. And I, I'm not, I don't want to start rating early, but I just kind of want to throw that out there real quick. But I, I like this movie a great deal as well. I do. This movie, like I told you earlier, I wish I would have saw it in theaters. I was lucky enough to do that. And but, your girlfriend probably gave you a bunch of shit. Well, it was around my birthday, so mm-hmm. <laughs> but, she didn't have a choice. But in my head, I'm like, this movie is... A movie I could watch 10 times a year and have a bad day. Like, I have my bad day movies. You put this on, you don't even know about your bad day. You're just sitting there stoned off your ass, just having a good time laughing. And those are the movies you need. And there's very rare comedies, like you tell me all the time, that you could put on and rewatch, and they're still funny as shit. I still tear up laughing at the moment with the gay scene about you know his gay movies and stuff yeah like that. That, as i think that's the best scene in the movie him that and is. him and justin long just going back and forth like that's just fucking hilarious exactly and i love that about this movie and kevin smith throws that in there because his brother is gay yeah i I mean, he is. He always throws a gay part of in his movies. Am I right or am I wrong? There's always somebody that has some kind of sexual and whatnot. Yeah, I suppose. <coughs> I mean, I'm trying to think back. But yeah, I mean, he always kind of 
tosses out an homage to his brother and shit. Like, but that being said, where the fuck was I going to go with that? You just completely threw me off. The thing that, I mean, this movie didn't make all that much money. Yeah. Where, I mean, I've watched all the behind the shit. Or a behind-the-scenes shit on this movie, on the Blu-ray. But I remember when Kevin Smith brought, initially brought Seth Rogen, and he's like, he's coming right off and knocked up, 40-year-old virgin and uh, super bad. Like, this is going to be a $100 million movie. Yeah. But the fact that the movie's called Zack and Miri Make a Porno, it's a very hard... Thing to advertise, he had to go, and it was gonna be NC seventeen for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the first, not first, but one of the first of many, I guess. I don't know that started battling his rating because he's like, "This isn't right. This is not what I'm going for. You're going with a name. You're not going with what the movie actually represents." Well, that that was the thing, like. He's very proud. I think it was on the special features of this movie where he talks about having to battle the MPAA. Yeah. He had to do it for clerks because that was going to be NC-17 yep. or Triple X. That was another was. one, yeah. They that was the Kevin first Smith. one. Yeah. And you have to go up in front of the MPAA and say, this is why it should be this rating without cutting it anymore. Yeah. Jersey Girl was going to be R, and he battled that one down. And then Zach and Mary was going to be NC-17, but he battled that one down. Mm-hmm. So they have a strong hate for Kevin Smith. Well, I mean, he's kind of... He's very controversial. I understand that. But the thing is, is this country needs to let their ball sack hang a little bit and not get be all fucking soaked up and... Try well, it out. Yeah, that's something. Like, that's the thing is, is how I feel about life right now is that is hilarious shit. Yeah, the, I mean, I remember watching the special features of this movie. The reason he had to make cuts to keep it from being an NC-17 was because of the thrusting in the sex scenes Yeah, and the shit shot. Okay. Where, and he went up and argued like the thrusting is comedic. It's not like overtly sexual. And he, you can bring in precedents. So he brought in a couple different movies that had more aggressive or more overtly well, sexual say, Sharon thrusting. Sharon Stone showing her vagina. That was R rated. Yeah. But, but the other one was the shit the, shot. As yeah, but as we're doing the year in review right now. With our other buddy. Like, we're watching all these movies that are PG-13 that are showing tits. Titanic, for example. Like, that's 96, 95, I can't remember. But the thing is, is what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, I mean... Like, you're going to get upset with a little... You're not upset. You're going to get butt hurt because of this nonsense. Like... Grow up. Like, I grew, I grew up in... I was born in 85. Started watching horror movies in 92, 93. Jason's. 
like boobies, R-rated, yeah. whatever. You know what? Just let your children grow up and watch this stuff. It's not bad. It's just a movie. I mean, those movies are... Could you imagine being like six years old and watching, say, Hereditary or Midsommar or something like that? Oh, I probably would love it. Love it, but it'd fuck you up, too. Oh, no, I'd be fine. I'd, so I grew up, dude. No, so these movies... In this movie... Um, it just... It upsets me that Kevin Smith has to go through this much of a battle... To get his ratings because they don't like him as a director because he he goes overboard, I, and that is my thing is is all these movies in the nineties eighties. I mean, we won't even get into Brooke Shields because I don't even want to talk about that, but that's bad. Um, but the thing is is. Let your children grow up. Let them see some stuff. It's just a movie. That's kind of how I feel about life. That's how my parents felt. Like, yeah, yeah. like it just, it's a movie. It's not real life. Have fun. So, I don't see how this could ever be NC-17. Well, it was, it was the shit shot and the thrusting. That's what he Who had cares? to cut. But the whole idea of like them giving them an NC-17 for the shit shot in this movie, the thing he brought in to the MPAA was one of the jackass movies, somebody actually shit, human shit, into a funnel, and Steve-O was like breathing it in. Yeah. So that's what he said, like, you can do this for an R, but I can't spray fucking brownie batter over a guy's face and it's different. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how he argued it down to an R, but what are you looking for? But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I thoroughly enjoy all Kevin Smith's films. And, I mean, this is a what's-his-face production. Um, the guy that got accused, Harvey. Oh, yeah, this is a Weinstein company. Yeah, this sure. is a Weinstein company. All of his movies. So what really happened with that whole Kevin Smith, Harvey, Weinstein? It was just kind of a, I mean... It was just kind of a simple break. He, I think the Weinstein company did cop out. Yep. And then he wanted to fucking. Which is our next one. Change his thing. And the next one was Red State. Where Red State was nothing what he did before. They took it to Sundance and nobody bought it. So he self-distributed it, I think. And that was kind of the end of Kevin Smith and the Weinstein company. Like he's talked openly about after the fact like as far as i knew he cheated on his wife that was what he said yeah which was kind of from what i understand a 
a non-secret in Hollywood. The whole casting couch and rape thing, that yeah. was kind of unknown. unknown. Oh, that was unknown. Okay. I mean, it was pretty clear that he cheated on his wife. He may have said, hey, suck my dick, I'll give you a roll. But there was no assault that was, at least, as everybody says, wasn't known. Yeah. But even after all that shit happened, Kevin Smith said all the... God damn it, what's the phrase? All the residuals from any movie he made under the Weinstein Company, he donates that money to some kind of women in Hollywood thing. Yeah. But even, like, Tarantino talked about that on Rogan, about the whole Weinstein thing. Like, everybody seemed to know that he cheated on his wife, and... We thought it was all consensual, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, so... What... Also about this movie... That, like, we talked about when... I talk about it a lot, but... When, after he has sex with... um, Mary. Mary... Um, he gets approached by the porn star. Uh, what's her name again in the movie? In the movie, it's, uh... Well, what's Shit. her name in real life? I don't know. But in my head, I'm like, dude, she, she gave you, okay, this is a test. And then she gives you that look, like... Don't go to that room. What you do is you say, sorry, can't do it. Grab her hand and say, let's go to my room. Like, there's obviously this deep tension. Like, you're watching her face as you're walking to the room with her. You can read that. Yeah, at that point, you, I mean, just say, ah, I'm too fucked up. Sorry, I'm going to go to bed. And then talk to Miri in the morning or something like that. Well, no, like I said... Ditch her, ditch the one and take Mary and take her by the hand and like, let's go to my room and cuddle. You don't want to say, let's go to my room and bang. Right, but I mean, even at that point, they had all these conversations about not making it weird. And yeah. now it's weird. You don't want to exacerbate it and shit like that. I, I, I don't know. But, Shouldn't have done it, for sure. Exactly. And the other th- part is, I don't know how we're going to say this on here, but his production company and... Yeah. Production company. Because um, DreamWorks was taken. Yes. And <laughs> they find him at the Pittsburgh's. Uh, he was outside of the Penguins. Penguins, that's it. And um, them shooting him with a paintball gun and shit. And um, basically, the I can't remember his name either in the movie, but. He got ran over by his foot by the post, post uh, office, and we got 160 large. And um, his, name? his name's Craig Robinson in real life. Yeah, in the movie it was. Uh, but yeah, like the, he used the name as N Productions, yeah. and um, dude, it's hilarious. Like that that whole thing was. He was going to go buy a flat screen, which you think in 2005 that would be the shittiest flat screen ever, or at least 100 pounds. 
2008. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's not going to be like they are now. No. Not like our 75, which is probably out of out of date by now. Well, yeah, it was out of date five minutes before we unboxed it. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's bigger than any of our other phones. <laughs> <coughs> but, but yeah, there were only, I mean, we have Jason Mewes and, I mean, his wife Dude, made an appearance. It's so hilarious. Jason Mewes' character is like, I can instantly get hard. Can we see that? And they're like, <laughs> You can see their facial expression. That is special. Like, that is nice. That and his fucking name. Lester the Molester Cock and Stuff. Oh, is that your poor name? <laughs> I can oh, have no. a poor name? Oh, yeah. Peter Davison or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete Jones. Pete, Pete Jones. Davidson. <laughs> it's the card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good, good one. Good Lord. <laughs> But no, there was something else. But no, I uh, good stuff there, man. Um, I don't know this movie. Uh, and another thing, like when he disappeared and came back, and um, Jason Mewes' character was living in her room, and he she was living in his, and he's like the smell, and he's like. He's like, I just don't understand it. He's just sitting there sniffing, and he's like, I don't I think know. I mean, she loves you. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about this movie, and essentially all Kevin Smith movies. Um, no, but in all seriousness, this movie has. I don't know. That's one thing I miss about. I can't wait for I can't wait for Clerks, the new one coming out from him. Because you haven't got a good serious or comic oh you did. You got James Reboot. Reboot, but I mean other than that, like Clerks come on. The next one's gonna be baller, I have a feeling. I tend to agree. Anything he touches I think is gold. So that's where I'm super excited for that. I, yeah. I like him going back to his roots. Exactly. Sure. And, like, I can't wait to do Red State in the next week. Because, that's a change of pace for sure. Because I can't, well, and that's where, I don't know, um, our one friend, um, we do the Alien series with and stuff like that. Category. Category. I was thinking, I'm like, how fun would it be to call her husband when we do... Um, Red State? Red State, because... Because that was his first time seeing it, and it was he his didn't first know. Time, and we and were sitting there in Mexico battling it. I remember you telling me about that, yeah. And I think it would be fun just like, hey, can I call you for like 10 minutes for us to talk about that for a minute because I think that'd be fun. It doesn't be had a whole thing, but I think it'd be fun to like call him into it. Yeah, no doubt. Do it on one of his deliveries. 
Um, but yeah, we were talking about like this movie has a couple emotional beats to it, which I mean, my favorite Kevin Smith movies kind of have that. Chasing Amy has that. Reboot certainly has that. This one has it. Clerks 2 has it. Like, and his dialogue is great. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we didn't really talk about the cast. Fucking. You got, um, fuck, what is his name? Randall. Yeah. Is in this one. And Muse, those are the only two that have appeared in this any other regular. Well, the girl that gave him a hand job. She was in a few of his. I don't she? think so. Wasn't she? I don't think so. Maybe. Huh. Maybe I'm nuts. It would have been cool if you could have gotten Rogan to come back for a reboot. Like, he basically brought in everybody he's ever worked with before, but Rogan, I don't think, was in reboot. Yeah. Or Elizabeth Banks, for that matter. Yeah, I mean... It's always Kevin Smith He always has some good Random actors Actresses show up Um But Like I said The guy that did gay porn Jason Justin Justin Long Long He is my favorite character in this movie Ever I mean yeah He shows up in Reboot and he's, I mean, he's in Tusk, too. Yeah. Like, he's the star of Tusk. Well, what cracks me up about him is, literally, this guy says whatever the fuck he wants. And he doesn't give a shit. And that's, well, that's me. But, um, I just, yeah, his character is very hilarious. He does, he's like, yeah, I do gay porn. Not, doesn't care, man. Not a sh- care in the world. Oh my god, are you granny panties? <laughs> Which back then, like, holy shit, that started YouTube. Oh nine. Yeah, I mean, oh eight. He just Googled, uh, he's like, I just Googled ass. Ass and gay, and it was the first thing that came up. Yeah. Hilarious. Um,. One thing that has to be mentioned about not only this movie, but essentially every Kevin Smith movie is the music choices that he makes. Oh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't... That live song when they're fucking for the first time. I never would have heard that song again if it weren't for this Dude, movie. Dude, that is one of the best a songs good song. ever. And he uses that fucking Pixie song or whatever when... Oh, dude, that's a good one, too. And I love the way he shoots that when Zach and Mary are actually fucking for the first time. That live song's fucking blaring. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to the crew, and it's just... I thought he was going to slap her ass a little bit or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the music. You're right. Yeah, like the music that was chosen for this movie was great. Like they don't take he he doesn't take just your traditional like pop hits from whenever like Winona's got a big brown beaver opens the fucking movie. Yeah. That's a good fucking song that doesn't get used a whole lot. No, it doesn't. I mean, that live song that, I mean, granted, we've heard that Pixie song quite a bit recently, but. Yeah, they're making out in the rain. Shut the fuck up. It, uh, Suicide Squad had that song playing while they were walking in the rain. Yeah. It's that thing that was raining. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot going on um, with this movie. Yeah, I... It's not attached to any of his others, which most of them are. Like, he's got his view of Skewniverse. This doesn't touch on that at all. I remember the first time watching this in the theater, like, the guy who sold them the warehouse. I thought that was Brian O'Halloran initially, and they're like, no, that's not him. Because he had the goatee, and he's in every other fucking movie. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't him in this one. See, and to me, like, okay, so they got scammed, right? On that warehouse, yeah. On the warehouse. So how did the guys, like, oh, you're going to get a contact with them in Fort Lauderdale? Florida. Exactly. But, like, how? I think he probably sold it. Oh, so he still acted like he owned it. Yeah, sold it and then rented it to him knowing it was going to be... Ripped down. Bulldoze and just left. Just took the extra money and just left. And, yeah. I don't know. To be honest, too, I'd be skeptical leaving in that neighborhood any personal items. Like, when they said, like, leave your outfits, this and that, and we're going to leave this here. You don't leave a camera there. Yeah, like in you my take head. take that shit with you. Yeah, like, Anything that's of high value. Yeah, in my head, like, if they would have just brought the camera and fucked the uniforms, they could have finished in, like, wherever. Yeah. But that was what I was like when they were, when they finished in that one set. I was like, okay, leave everything here. We'll be back tomorrow. I was like, that's yep. like, to me, is like, okay, that's a oh, shit moment. Like, what could go wrong? <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. And we're only 35 minutes in. I don't even know, 30. I did like the idea of them spoofing. Like making a porn movie that spoofs a Hollywood movie, because I mean, how many fucking pornos? Edward Penis Hands and Game of Bones and all that shit. Yeah. Lord of the fucking G Strings. Like, 
It's kind of a typical thing that they do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just hilarious. This whole um, montage, like... Montage? Montage. I don't know what I'm trying to talk about. But this whole Kevin, like... He oh like he brings his wife in too, which is crazy. Like she's the cunt at the be- I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the movie is like I don't know who you are. Like oh you're stinky linky. Oh I don't have a I don't have a name. <laughs> like I don't know, man. It's just one of those things. Like she was the bitch. Like yeah, she was. I mean, she's the one running the. Oh, you don't get the. Daily or the monthly wire, like, okay. well, she was like, and let's be real. Would you? I don't give a fuck about my 20 or 20, 2003, whatever we graduated. Um, 2003, yeah. Um, journal they gave out a thing once a month, like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Who cares? Like, yeah, I mean. And that whole thing when he's like, you married Bex? I am. Two kids. You want to fuck me later? <laughs> like, no. I'm married. Um. Um. No. I. Well, I keep saying it. Kevin Smith's a genius. And there's not much else to say besides these people just are broke as fuck. And they make a porno, and they went through a mishap and trust the wrong person. And then they're like, they work at a coffee shop. He's like, why don't we make it here? And then they find that there was a miss, like a, because I'm a fucked up employee and I fuck a lot of time. There's a hidden camera. And he's like, here's, and like, how does his boss even realize, like, oh, they took The camera's been gone for two weeks. What the fuck? (laughs) Exactly, but whatever. Like, I don't know. This movie's great. I love it, man. It's a good flick. And I have not much more else to say about it. Besides, you have to watch it and the bonus features because... I mean, yeah, that's the one thing about... I mean, that's another thing about Kevin Smith is you buy one of his Blu-rays and there's like six hours... Of shit to watch yeah. other than just the movie. Like, he puts everything into it behind the scenes. They do documentaries on the making of it. It's good shit. Like, this one was a really interesting one, too, because the fact that how he got Seth Rogen involved and Elizabeth Banks involved, and they thought it was going to be this massive hit because Seth Rogen was coming off of all the Judd Apatow shit. Yeah. This is a $100 million movie. They make the same movies I do. And it pretty much bombed. Yeah. Not bombed, but I think it made $2 million opening weekend, which I'm proud to say I was one of those $2 million, But, yeah, this kind of, this is the one, well, no, it was the next one that kind of pushed him away from making studio films. Miramax. 
Not just Miramax, but just like out of pushed him more back into his roots with the independent shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put this like he went. I think he did eighty fucking dates with Reboot. Oh shit! Which <laughs> it's funny because his tour ended right when the COVID lockdowns began. So it was just, I mean, kind of perfect timing, unconventionally, but. Yeah. So, anything else? Not really. We booked our tickets for Batman. Well, this is going to come out long after we see that so i know i'm excited but where in, where in the kevin smith pantheon does this go i'd say it's under five so you think this is a top five kevin smith movie yeah for it you? could be four or five i i just can't which ones I'm are in the right but i know this it's it's right this would there. rate like under five for sure just because this movie is one of those movies that's like, what the fuck? It is inherently what rewatchable. What the fuck are we doing? And I can watch it 15 times a year, like I told you, 10, 15. It is inherently rewatchable. Yeah, and I could just be like, yeah, this is great. This, this is, is shit. a comedy that can be rewatched. I, I think this one's more rewatchable than some of his, for sure. Yeah. I... I don't know. I would say I would argue that Clerks is a better movie, the first one. Oh yeah, I but I think this one. I would. I think I'd the black watch and this white one. one right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. But I would watch this one more often than I would watch Clerks. I think. Oh. It's just yeah. easier and. I, actually, have to say. I enjoy clerks a lot more knowing that i went to that store and bought a pack of cigarettes (laughs) pack smokes yeah that's was great i went there bought a pack of parliament lights yeah that's cool as shit for sure and i was like this is great this is a fucking great day so i don't know i mean that's essentially mecca for us yeah that's that's your trip that has to be made but yeah, I have not much more to say about, but this is in the top five, and it's, I can't give you... Like, it's I know a strong Clarks is in the top five, and I can tell you uh, um, probably Janet Silent Bob is maybe top five, could be over that by one, but I don't know. We'll see. I have a hard time making that judgment right now. Yeah, I, I mean, we got a ways to go yet, but Reboot is going to be up there as well. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. But yeah, fucking Kevin Smith's good flick. Yeah. There's no getting around it. If you disagree, you can go fuck off. Exactly. On at us, I don't care. <laughs> So, 
Yeah, we're going to just plow through a couple of these and then. What's the other friend? Fast and Furious. Yep. Exactly. That's the other one that we started. <laughs> fucked up because we started at the end and then went the other way. But We got to do Cop Out and then um, the other. Cop so, Out and Red State. So we're going to crank out the next two and then we'll go back to Fast and Furious for a few, two more, and then we'll finish out this one but the thing is is we got the dvd of the red state so yeah. we're so close right now we why skip one to not go to the other so right right we might as well get fucked up tomorrow too and... kevin smith man myth legend yeah That's how it goes love that fucker but yeah i what else have we watched any other trailers lately Firestarter, the Stephen King remake with Zac Efron. Uh, so we're just crushing Kevin Smith until yeah, we're just we gonna get end it when we through. get it. Yep. And then fucking Fast and Furious. Exactly, man. All right. Till next time. Still loving it. Still loving it. (laughs) Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more Booze Booze and and bullshit. Bullshit.